This episode is made possible by Armoire. I love genius companies founded by women, and Armoire is one of them. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days, and then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. To me, Armoire Armoire solves so many issues I struggle with today, the biggest one being accumulation of stuff. Let's face it, women want to feel on trend and fresh in their clothes, so we like to shop for new clothes often. But I also get overwhelmed when I have too much to choose from, which happens after years of shopping. I forget what clothes I have and I end up wearing the same thing over and over. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion and then send it back. Whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to brave a department store fitting room with those unflattering fluorescent lights again. Trust me, your overly cramped closet and the environment will thank you. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash heel. That's A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash heel to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Welcome to The Heal Podcast. I'm Kelly Noonan-Gores, and every week I speak to the leading doctors, healers, spiritual teachers, and scientists to find out what is truly possible when it comes to healing. I also interview real people with extraordinary healing stories. My philosophy is what's possible for one is possible for all. Welcome to the Heal Podcast. I am so excited about today's guest, a dear friend of mine who I have not seen in far too long. Uh, her name is Andrea Quinn. She is a best-selling author, a motivational speaker, a certified business and life coach of some of the most powerful people in the world. She um, is a big part of how I have manifested such a wonderful life that I live today and have been able to have the... Um, empowerment to accomplish some of my dreams. So I'm excited to share uh, her program and her book, The Quinn Essentials for Women, which um, are nine transformational tools to accomplish anything, and they're beyond practical and beyond magical. So welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you. It's so good to see you, and thanks for having me here. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. You've been so patient. You, we, your book came out last year while, like, simultaneously, I was taking a break because I was burnt out, and and you, we were also in COVID. We were like residual <laughs> COVID. It was so weird. Right? People were like, mask, no mask. What do we do? I know. So, um, but we're here now in yes. divine timing, and I just know that my audience is ripe for this because I, so many people are struggling right now. It's a weird time in history. A um, lot of mental health stuff happening, and I know that just friends of mine are going through. I just feel like there's a lot of relationship upheaval right now, and people are just in general are feeling kind of lost. Um, and and your your nine transformational tools, especially for women, you work with men too, yeah. um, can change lives and really set us like launch us into 
the trajectory of our dreams and you give us all the tools to accomplish those dreams. So tell us a little bit about your background and why, how you came to do this work. Well, you know, um, it's kind of like, you know, I, like I say in my book, you know, I was hashtag lost and hashtag mess <laughs> and I had to figure out who I was, right? So as I began my studying on my spirituality as well as, you know, how to navigate the world through being a, a woman, being a sensitive woman, um, that it was important for me to learn tools to support myself. And as it started working for me, I just had the instinct that I had to share. I mean, I had to share with other women. And so it's been 15 years now that I've been teaching them. And I've been fortunate to have thousands of women worldwide who have used these tools and have utilized them. And ever since what we've been through in the last three years, it, they are more important than ever that we have a foundation that we can build and rebuild our lives on because we're all rebuilding, you know, and, and we're learning, you know, you find that more people are even more spiritual than they used to be. Mm. And um, people have always told me that I teach practical magic. Yes. And, you know, it really is. These are magical. They are energetic, but they're practical. So you can actually utilize them in a step-by-step -step process while you're energetically aligning with creating magic in your life. And I think that that's how I, I am able to articulate. Practical that. magic is genius because like I saw the movie The Secret and I applied some of the practices I learned in there, especially yeah. around gratitude and acting as if I had what I already wanted. And that was very effective for me to, for a period, you know, and then you got to like expand because that gets rusty or whatever. Um, and, but it's, you know, a lot of people, a lot of friends that are just a different human design. They're not as woo woo. They're not as, you know, airy fairy creative as I am or whatever their thing is. It didn't resonate with them as it did with me. So I'm like a journaler, you know, gratitude journaling works for me. I manifested some crazy stuff where I was like, oh my gosh, this really works. Um, but like you said, these, they're so practical what you teach and it can be applied to for anybody any kind of human design anybody and you know it's so funny because I have women from all walks of life all ages all religions all backgrounds and they these tools apply to them yeah and even if you don't identify as a woman it works for you yeah and so that's what I'm really grateful for it's amazing too because you do you talk about in your book you're like you're so honest you're like I was lost I was a mess I I'm on my third marriage I was like figuring out and and you know a lot of people you can you were always telling people how to help themselves growing up but you couldn't really help and I find that with everybody you know even like my oh. intuitive friends they can't read themselves you know that's just the way the world works so that we are constantly in community right, right. get other assistance to help us and reflect back to us to our blind spots or whatever um, so that's like it's. So many people come on, like therapists or whatever, you know, present themselves to the world like they've got it all figured out or or not, you know, but they but you're so vulnerable and you're like, I learned these tools to finally sit with myself and go, how can I not continue to make the same mistakes? Right. Well, because when you know, when you're when you're young and you're on your third marriage already and you know, you've been through personal bankruptcy at 20 years old before you could legally drink and you've done all these things, there's a common denominator with all of this and it's you, you know? And and it's important to understand that if we're the ones that can mess it up, we're the ones that can fix it. 
And that's power, knowing that it doesn't matter, you know, and it's, it's not, and what I've learned too, it's not about getting what you want. You'll get what you are. And when you stand in the truth of who you really are, that's when the magic starts showing up. Because the fraud, we're all frauds. Anybody who's walking around less than, anybody who's walking around not understanding who they are as a magical being within themselves is walking around pretending to be this person that they're really not. Now, things have happened to them. And and you've heard that saying, it's not what happens to us, it's how we respond to what happens to us. And our responding can re-empower us. As long as we can recalibrate, that's all that matters. We all get thrown. We all do. But it's the recalibration process. It's the tools that you can stand on. Once you just utilize your tools, you're like, oh, I'm back. Yes. And that's the, that's the power of this work. And this is the intelligence of the universe. You know, I took your course, and I think back when we did it, it was over nine months. Yes. Almost like a rebirth of the self. Correct. And it was amazing. And we met with this incredible group of very diverse women um, from all walks of life, all careers. And the support was amazing. We were just in this like womb of rebirth together. And support is a big part of this, you know, program. But um, as I was preparing for this interview, it's been, I don't know, 10 years? Yes. About? About. Um, so it's re- like at this time in <laughs> where I need, I'm like searching for tools. And I've got meditation. I've got these, I've, the specific tools that I had to relearn in preparation for this interview are like, oh my gosh, I feel so empowered. I'm so excited. Like, thank you. Thank you for coming on today because you're really like helping get me back on track. Oh. Well, you know, it's so funny. Women take it over and over. Yeah, I've we need had, to. I've had women who've taken my workshop five times. Yeah. And each time they accomplish something new. Mm-hmm. And so that for me shows that this toolkit is something that you can utilize and have the rest of your life. And just knowing that for me just feels like, wow, I can just leave this with a woman and she's got it. Like she's got her own back. And it's and that it makes me happy. It's like it's you're giving us an excavation, the tools to excavate to get to our true selves. And then once we, I mean, we have our desires for a reason. There's a calling in our heart. Correct. There's a soul. Um, but there's so much muddling by from our trauma and our personality and our life and this drama. And you give us the chisels that gets us down to who am I? What is my truth? What are my requirements? And like those are the tools. So the tools aren't just like, here are some action steps to get to your goals. You know, it's like, no, here's what is going to uncover who you really are and how to set boundaries and how to ask for help and how to use language in order to get the assistance from the universe and from community to to help you accomplish the dreams that are meant for you because they're in your heart. Correct. Yes, that's true. So let's talk about like... I'd love for you just to kind of give an overview of kind of your program and if you want to say like how did you channel it, did it come over time, Um, like the nine tools and then I'm going to dive into a couple that I think I want to give people a little taste so that they're like, dude, I need this book. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, it's, it's a curriculum, right? And I did get it in meditation and prayer. That was what, how it came to me and it came so in order and so cyclical that I was almost like, by the time it was done, I I was like, 
how did this happen? And I thought immediately, well, it must have come from all the studying I've done because I've studied so much. I always tell everybody, I've studied every ology. Yeah. You know, <laughs> every ality and ology, you know, <laughs> spirituality, psychology, you name it, theology, astrology, every ology. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. I've really studied because I was so, see, I was seeking and I was so lost, right? So this curriculum is an empowerment curriculum. So it's based on nine tools. And the first four is everything in your life I believe you need to align with on the inside as a woman and put out in the world. And then the second four is everything I believe you need to do out in the world mm -hmm. and then bring that back to you. And then the last one ties it all together. So it's inside out, outside in, a balanced woman. And when we're balanced, we are unstoppable. It's when we're thrown and we're off balance, unless we have the tools to ground us again, we, we spend an enormous amount of time in either emotional or spiritual pain. Yes. And I have a very low tolerance for pain. I, I'm not really good at it. So I created this toolkit so that it could actually support me as I was growing and moving forward in my life. And as time has sped up and we've lost these, you know, two years of our existence oh, and like gosh. all this, like you've evolved your curriculum to, you could take, you, you offer programs that people can do this in a weekend? Two, yeah, it's a two day workshop. Okay. And I'm so excited about that. And so some of the women are so funny because they've done it for nine months and they come back and there's like, how can I do it in two days? I don't know if I'm going to like that. And they come in two days, they're like, oh my God, I love it. You know, because we all have learned to pivot. Yeah. And so I use these tools myself um, on a daily basis. So can you like give us an overview yeah. of, you know, I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing yes, all nine or, you know, just. Well, I can talk about them in the, in the order. So Perfect. if you're looking at your inner life, right, as a, as a woman, I, first of all, you must learn how to receive. You have to, you have to be a receiver. Um, and, and that really is the beginning of everything for me, because if you can't receive it, it's not coming. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. All the doing in the world is why women are tired. So we can cover that a little bit more after yeah. I go through this. So the receiving, I am, your soul made visible, and knowing what your soul is versus your personality. Mm -hmm. Listening, and not only listening to others, but listening to yourself, and what you require, and how to get to what a requirement is versus a need. Women know what they need, but when you, when you know what you need, you're in lack already. So, but if you can require, it's a different ball game, mm. right? And then self-acceptance. Like, self-acceptance is, here's where I'm magnificent and I can actually own it. I can own the gifts I have. And, and you know, the old definition of self-acceptance, well, the good and the bad. I don't like the bad. I don't want to talk about the bad. I don't want to talk about the bad here. No, because guess what? The only way I'm going to get the life I want is through the good. So what am I good at and how do I do more of that? And our minds are, you know, evolution or programming or whatever, that we're, we're programmed to go to the negative. We do that on autopilot, default, oh, way yes. too much. So let's consciously take the reins back and focus on the good. And you give us like, we don't ever take the time to go and look and appreciate our gifts and our, yes. our pluses, our positives. And they're... And, and actually, it's not, you know, it's not BS. It's the truth. Like, all the things you're good at, you're, it's truthful. You're really good at it. And so using those 
as the principles for your life, that's a whole different ball game for women. Because the truth is, nothing's wrong with you. You're not really broken. That list is an illusion of the ego. Of if I can just improve this list, I'm going to get better. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, it's not. We're chasing that same thing over and over in your life, right? So those four tools are the ones inside that I believe you need to align with. And I go, as you know, very deep into all four of those. And then the second four is everything out in the world. Um, And more important than ever, especially for the last two and a half years, we've been connecting, first and foremost. We have lost connection. And I I tell everybody, especially younger women, um, you know all those friends on Facebook? They're not really your friends. Like, they're not really your friends. And connecting and cultivating relationships is paramount, mm-hmm. right? And then asking. And then asking. Women do not want to ask. We feel like we're burdening people. Mm-hmm. Or we feel like we're expected, we expect ourselves to be able to do it all. Right, or, or we want to get it all together before we ask so you don't think some bad or things we, about or, us. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So, and, and the tools to asking and what that's really about, right? I mean, because that is, is very important. Um, and then we look at visualizing and how important it is to be able to see it, but the way I teach it, it's actually an outer thing, as you know, and we'll talk about that, and you did that basically with your documentary and your daughter, and we talk about visualizing and how I don't believe you keep them to yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so, and then um, empowering your word. You know, you're living the life you're talking about. And are you talking about yourself and your life with honor and dignity? Do you know how to speak about yourself without feeling bad that you're an amazing woman. Like we're not taught to do that. We're taught to aw shucks and I don't know and no. And you know, um, if, if people are afraid of you because you're so powerful as a woman, they're not your people anyway. So we'll talk about that too because that's another tool that yes. you love. And then, um, so after you've done all your, your inner work, and then your outer work of those other four tools, right? You're, you're, you're connecting, you're asking, you're visualizing and sharing it and also empowering your word and how you're speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one ties them both together, which is you have to be willing to let go. You have to let go. You have to release your hold on what you think and begin to be in a creative process and a co-creative process with the universe. Yes. The universe has it much better for you than you think you do. Correct. Don't right? limit yourself. Let oh my go. gosh. Because our minds are so limiting. We limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh, yeah, I just want this. And if I have this, and the universe is like, I'm not giving you that because I want you to have this. And so if you can understand that everything about you is really the co-creative process with the universe or the divine or whatever you want to call it, source or God or whatever it is for you, mm-hmm. then you have this incredible partnership and then that letting go because really the control is all fear yeah and so it's about how to move through that as well so that's the nine the nine quintessentials and how to navigate but each of them i believe are delivered differently than um than people have ever done it before correct yeah so effective i worked with you privately before i took the you know the curriculum over nine months with this wonderful group of ladies and I have to say I my whole life I identified as a guy's girl like I loved um, sports yeah. you know I played three varsity sports I have my best friend I've been best friends with since we were 10 years old 
um, and I have a very close group of girlfriends that I've known since I was in kindergarten, um, and they're still my best friends today, but I still always identify, like, I, I get along with guys, I just, whatever that was, uh, that was my identification, and it was hard for me to meet friends in college, because um, I maybe because I had such a tight-knit group at home or whatever, but I got I, easy to make guy friends in college. So when I took your curriculum with that group of women, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been looking at this all wrong. And maybe it might have been my, for sure, like insecurity or whatever, but it might have been my, you know, upbringing in the acting world. And so I just viewed, I developed this subconscious belief that other women were my competition because I had to earn the role and beat them out, whether she was brunette, tall, old, you know, whatever. Right. Um, I don't know if that's what it was. I'm trying to like figure it out. But when I joined that group of women and, and the, what you have us do together and voice these things out loud and, and you know, and, and practice these new things where we have to like stand in our IMs and say what we want and ask for our support and proclaim our requirements and, and even just do the self-reflection um, in in group to, to to discover what those are, you know, we never we know we don't have the tools to even self reflect half the time. So I think it was your you made me a girl's girl where oh. I was like, hell yeah, we need to support each other. And when you know when two or more are gathered, like we are powerful mofos. Yes, and it's so funny that you say that because I've had so many women who've told me I never liked women until I took this. Yeah, because guess what. They saw who they were. See, it's just all a mirror. Yeah. You saw your magnificence, and you and it, you saw it in every. You saw you in them. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes this. Oh. And when we do that together, you know, it's just it, we we are we're magical. Mm-hmm. And this is why they separate us and. This is why they they burned us. They didn't want us together. Yeah, around right. the cauldron. I'll tell you that much. Wrote us out a certain testament. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Okay. <laughs> let's not go there. Different conversation. <laughs> different set. So, um, let's just touch on a couple things from each, you know, tool. Like first, just so you can put it in context where people are going to want to learn more. Because yeah. when you put it, it's like learn to receive. Like, oh yeah, of course we always want to give. It's so hard for us to receive a compliment. Like everybody gets that listening to it. But when you do the archetypical ar- ar- archetype, like females, we were designed to receive. Correct. In order to create, receive this to create life. Correct. So, and then the, talk to us about you know in contrast to the masculine archetype or the whatever. So t- you articulate no, way no, better than I do. Fa- no, you, no, you did it fantastic. Um, no, in, in receiving, you know, women put out too much without bringing it to them first. And as the receiver, your job, I really believe that women across the board are only here for one reason and one reason only, to receive, to create. Everything is the female creative process, everything. And when we are in doing, we are out of alignment with the truth of who we are. We are receptive. And it's not about, you know, um, uh, you know, sexual preference. If you are a female, you have a body and a DNA that is coded to receive first before you give. Mm. And sometimes women, especially powerful women, they just look at me and they're like, I don't even understand this 
I'm like, you will. And then they start going, oh. Like you receive inspiration, create stories, receive guidance, create a healing practice. You received inspiration, created the documentary. Mm -hmm. Everything is receptive to us. But the doing comes in, let me get everything else, quote unquote, done for everyone else, and then I'll have time for me. Mm-hmm. And I always say, how's that working for you? Yeah. Because it doesn't. I'm exhausted. And I have seven mystery illnesses and yes. stressed out and burnt out. And, and, and we know depressed. that. Women yeah. know that. They know that very well. But they don't know how to receive. And I have women that are single mothers of four children that have said this has turned their lives around because they think, oh, I've got to give. Oh, no, no. You have to receive so that your children understand how to support you so they don't see their mother falling apart in front of them. Mm. And it's, it's important that powerful women keep showing up. But no one taught us this. No one taught us. They said to us, the more you do, the more they'll love you. Mm-hmm. And that's just not simply true. This is your responsibility. Yeah, this is your responsibility. Now, we can have responsibility, but it's different when you take that in-breath first. Instead of going, what do I got to do to fix this problem? It's like, where can I receive support around this right now? Where's the first person I could receive support from? Where's the first place I could receive community? What... Where could I receive? How could I receive? When you ask those kind of questions, you can feel the energy coming to you Mm. instead of putting it out first. And that is just not who we are as the divine creators. Mm. See, you're a receptive creator. And if you don't treat yourself like that, no one else is going to. Mm -hmm. You know, we teach people how to treat us. So we've taught them, we'll do everything for you, don't worry about it. And then we're wondering why we're mad at them for expecting us to do it that way. Mm -hmm. So, And you can turn it around. I've had people turn around relationships. I have women who've called me and have turned around 35-year marriages that had it a certain way. And they just were like, wait a minute. I'm shifting my life. And don't forget, when you shift, everyone around you shifts, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem is you have to communicate it. You have to say to them, I'm shifting, and I would love to receive you shifting with me. I would love to receive you shifting with me. So all of a sudden the energy's coming. And it's so interesting because we are coded in our DNA to do this, but women aren't taught this. To one quick success story, maybe the Hollywood woman or something. Oh, uh, um, yeah, okay, so I have a woman who is um, Academy Award winning, top director, pro- producer, uh, head of produ- um, film companies, president, uh, former president of film companies, it's like she really, earned her stripes and mm-hmm. she was in the nine month class and uh, she uh, went away the first and she was like please like whatever and then, <laughs> she didn't know who I am right yeah. and so then she went and um, she had this whole boardroom of investors coming she was one of the only females and she was expected to um, fix this uh, movie that couldn't be that was it wasn't going to work and she's expected to fix it so she knew right before she was going to go in she, she said she, she said I heard your voice tell me put the sword down you're the receiver. Put the sword down. So she went in and being very clever, she said, before we get started, I would like to ask you gentlemen for some assistance because they were finance people. Mm -hmm. And she made it seem like it was about a different project. 
and they gave her exactly the answer she needed. And she, oh my gosh. And she put it together and she said, thank you so much for this. And she said, she swore. She heard a whole thing full of swords just go, right? Because men are here to protect and be of service. They want to be of service. We disempower men because we try to control them. And then we start mothering them. And then that, that doesn't work. So, uh, and that's a whole thing deeper in this. But the, the bottom line to this, and she came in the second month, we, I say, oh, so how did it go? And she just said, I have to say, and she's the strongest woman in that room at the time, she said, this shit works. And I was <laughs> laughing so hard. And she goes, all I said is I would love to receive your assistance with something. And she said, and for the first time in my career, I didn't have to do it alone because they didn't care. They didn't judge me. They weren't thinking I wasn't as smart as them. They were of service. I received what I needed and I created the solution. Yeah. And she said, and for the first time, I felt this power. And I was like, wow. And this, this is why we are the receptive creators for us to put our power in someone else's hands. And we cannot do what the Dalai Lama said we were going to do. So you know that in 2009, he proclaimed, this world will be saved by the Western woman. Mm -hmm. And how are we supposed to save it when we're tired? And so I translate that as, this world will be saved by women, period. And so how are we supposed to do this? If we deemed ourselves powerless, we're too tired to do it, and we're fighting all these autoimmune diseases because we're not listening to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we're not taught the tools that we are supposed to receive. To and create. how to do it. And how to actually break that. It's a, it's a habit. And I have to, I work that every day. I have to be conscious because I'm a, I'm a powerful female. And the thing that's really interesting about this is this isn't princess training. This is about how to step into what I believe is our true feminine power from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And there's such an imbalance in society as we see of this, you know, patriarchy, right? Correct. So, you know, different w- philosophers or whatever, you know, there's like this, we're entering an age where the the, the feminine wing is going to rise and balance rising. everything out, right? That's so right. this, like, <laughs> this is an essential part of it. This is quintessential because <laughs> what you're doing is you're giving people aware, you're giving women awareness of their innate power and how to do it and how to do it and not to, and it's actually by doing less. Correct. And really receiving more. And through asking to receive, or how do I receive a solution to this? That energetically is so much more powerful than what do I got to do? Because it's, that is not who we really are. That throws us out of alignment. And really the truth is you're either in alignment or you're in resistance. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of powerful women probably right now listening going, I'm in resistance <laughs> because they don't understand that this, and like I said, I've had women from all over. I've been fortunate to coach so many top business women from around the world that are presidents and CEOs and senior vice presidents. And they said, oh my God, if I would have done this, I'd already be chairman of the board mm-hmm. because it's an energy. It is a knowledge of when you walk in, you are there to receive support. As a mother, you received the seed to create the child. It didn't stop there. And if you are a single parent, your job is to figure out a way to receive more support, mm-hmm. not do more. But again, in, in, the, in our cultural DNA, Correct. in indigenous culture, it's like the support was in the village. And the, we it's isolate. built into the, 
it's built into the process of like a woman has a child and every, you know all the elder women and just the community comes and supports them. It's like we were never designed to do this alone. Correct, but we isolate during hard times mm-hmm. instead of reach out and create community because we have, like you said, a lot of women didn't trust other women when they were younger. They'd been hurt, they'd been burned growing up, so they're like, oh, I'm a guy's girl or mm-hmm. I don't trust girls mm-hmm. or I only have my old posse and I just don't step out of that, right? That's where you don't trust yourself. Mm -hmm. And once you trust yourself as a woman, you trust everyone else because you know how to find your people, Mm -hmm. which is the next one. (laughs) I am, which is so powerful. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get back to my I am's. Tell us about I am's. And it's like, it, it frees you up once you reflect and go, okay, these are my I am's. Then you are, you don't force yourself into try to be something for somebody else because you realize I am these things and once I am clear on that I will be clear on who my people are and who like whether it's a, a, a romantic relationship whether it's a, a workplace whether it's a business partner whether it's a friend group yeah so talk to us about well I am. your I am's is just your soul made visible and I know I say that very simply because I've done it a really long time yeah. but it isn't about you know I am strong. No, I am strong is strong as the woman. This is the soul I'm talking about. Mm. So what I ask people to do is excavate underneath. If you are strong, what's underneath your strength as a woman? And the truth is power. I am power and it translates as a woman who is strong, resilient, you know, you know, forceful, whatever, determined, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a survivor. I have some women who go, I'm a survivor. I go, well, you, your humanness had to survive this experience, but your soul didn't have to. What's underneath surviving? Power. Mm. So when you excavate underneath to your soul's ability, like you have your five I am. I have people do five I am's. We have more than that, of course. But and I I'm like, five, how do I narrow it down? I know. How do you narrow it down? Because some of these things are like, I am love. And it translates into caring women nurturing women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the, the idea of a mother, but underneath what makes someone a great mother? I am love. Their soul is love, right? So when you resonate and you get your five I am's, which we work on very strongly in, in the book, and we excavate and we have your list, then your job is to remember that that's who you really are. And everybody that is in a relationship with you has to be on that list. Because the truth is, you're just looking for you everywhere. When you see you across from you in the eyes of someone else, you have found your people. And when you do, you're going to be magnificent. And if they're not your people, this is not for you not to judge them. This is for you to know that the two of you cannot sustain a long-term either business relationship or personal relationship. And, um, and then you don't take things so personally anymore. It's just, they're just not your people. You're not their people either. Mm-hmm. And so I know it sounds a little complicated because it's really hard to do unless we're really doing the, the work yes. or reading the book. But it's about understanding that when your soul is made visible, you can navigate this world in a way that you never did before. Mm-hmm. You know, we stopped listening to our souls, um, especially during COVID. People went into fear and your soul does not do fear. Mm-mm. You know, fear was between your ears. Yeah. And so when you really drop down and allow your soul, you're much better off with your soul leading the way than you ever are with your personality. Your personality is unreliable. 
I know mine it's is. It's flawed too. Oh my god! But gosh. our soul, not flawed. Not at all. So when you really can get there and know that and walk on that, your soul walks in before you do. People walk in and they say, um, they see my I am's the second I walk in a door because I'm very clear what they are. My I am's are kindness, I am kindness, I am intelligence, I am generosity, I am sensitivity, and I am loyalty. And when I walk in, because I stand so solidly on my own foundation, people see them. And I see everyone's when they walk in. And boy, when you can let those walk in before you, your personality just can't get in the way. Your fears, your doubts, your lack of confidence, you don't, you know, mm-hmm. it, they just, it just doesn't show up for you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that was a really important tool for me because um, I had tried to seek validation my whole life as a young woman mm-hmm. through my family and um, just tried to, uh, what other people thought of me was more important. Mm-hmm. And um, and now it's it's not anybody's business. What, you know, it's my business. What I think of me. And um, you know, oftentimes we put people on pedestals. Like people are like, oh my gosh, Kelly, you directed this movie. You know, that's very well known. And like maybe they're and they're like nervous to talk to me or whatever. And then there's you know my whole list. Like if I was like Spielberg, I'd be like, well, who am I to talk to Spielberg? You know. <laughs> so like how. Give us a give just a like a little um, taste of when we are in our IMs. We don't need to. We can be. It's all soul level. So there's nobody on a pedestal. There's nobody. It's like and and like you could walk into. I'm just thinking as an actor. Like I was always so. You get nervous. Your heart's stressed. Like you're getting a physiological reaction because you're elevating these people who have the power to give you a job and change your career, or change your finances, or whatever. Um, and so you have anxiety going in and you feel less than and you have to do something to impress them. But if, if I had had those tools of these are my IMs and you walk in there, you meet people Where, not on a personality level correct. or a, or a title level. You're just like, okay, I'm going to go in. And you know what? If I don't get this job. Yes. Our, IMs are, our IMs are not aligning at this moment, or whatever it is. Or, or, or you're just there to receive the opportunity to create a character. Okay. That was all it was. You were attached to getting a job. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, you were just there to receive the opportunity to create a character. That was step one. Okay. Meeting at your IMs. And then letting go, till number nine, of the result. Yeah. You were either going to get it or you weren't. But boy, when you can come in authentically, just there to receive the opportunity and really understand gratitude for an opportunity, yeah. you show up different. You're not nervous. Mm-hmm. You don't have anxiety, right? Yeah. So we have people that have done this. They've told me stories about, um, you know, I do work a lot, of course, in Hollywood because I'm in LA. If I was in Detroit, I'd be in the car business. Yeah. I'm, I'm in New York, <laughs> I'm in Wall Street. You know, it just depends on. But um, I do have a lot of actors and, and, and directors and people that have, have seen me. And I have this one woman who um, I talk about that um, was an extra in a commercial for uh, the American Idol at the time where Steven Tyler and all these things, uh, then Jennifer Lopez and Randy, those were the three judges at the yeah. time. And she... Um, um, massive people. Massive. Yeah. And Steven Tyler had a particular uh, love for her because her mother... Um, uh, was a big Steven Tyler fan and her mom was unfortunately um, uh, passed away when she was 13 and so uh, all of a sudden there's all these thousands of people that are extras for these commercials and they're picking one person to be with this one particular person and of course 
she was chosen to be with Steven Tyler and she's going, oh my God, mom, you know, she's looking up to heaven like, mom, how could you do this to me? And she started panicking because she just like couldn't believe she was actually going to be Steven Tyler. And, and so she got a hold of herself after half a day of not being herself. And she says, what is wrong with me? She goes, oh, I'm not being my I am. So, oh my God. So she went and found him at lunch and she went up to him and she said, excuse me, Steven? And he said, yes. And she says, I didn't ever properly introduce myself. So she did. And, and he says, oh, okay. And she says, and I just have one more thing to say. She says, you know, I may not be a musician, but I meet you at your creativity. Oh. And he got up and he grabbed her hands and he said, I fucking love this. Can I say that? You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said, and he grabbed her head and he kissed her on the forehead. Oh. And they had the best time the rest of the day. And I said to her, what if he would have looked at you like, security? Yeah, and yeah. She said, then he wouldn't have been my people. Drop the mic. Boom. That was, that's where this is. We all meet at our I am's. We meet at our generosity. We meet at our light. We meet at our souls. And if you put someone up on the pedestal, that's your fault. Mm -hmm. They're no better than you. They just have a different human experience. Mm -hmm. But when you understand that your soul is greater than that, that is magic. And I've had thousands of magical stories come to me over the last 15 I years love, of this. I yeah. love this. Well, yeah. I'm signing. When is your next um, weekend? I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> Two weekends from now, okay, actually. Great. <laughs> um, Beverly Hills. Oh, my gosh. I know, but I'm always, um, uh, yeah, it, it's just, again, I see the divinity in every female mm -hmm. and when they see it in themselves it's just it's like you're like my work here is done yes you know? yes and you get glimpses and then you want more which is why people take the class because we have to relearn you know i've been on this planet for 44 years come you know in two weeks i don't want to age myself but um you know we have these we don't we're not taught this at three like you and i need to develop a course for you know 10-year-olds to 18-year-olds or something. <laughs> like, they always ask me to yeah. do that, yeah. Because we need to, you know, I'm trying to reparent myself so that I don't screw up my child. Like, I, you know, we, but we work inevitably. If, even We're if I did it perfectly, perfect. I'm going to give her exactly the lessons she needs to unpack her whole life. But right. um, all of that to say, like, yeah, you just, you need to practice these things over and over, but you, you lay it out in such a... Um, simple practical way that we can like you said you're you're the teacher of this knowledge and you still practice every day because you slip you know you i do we slip. get insecure we forget our divinity in a moment and you're like no i am power yes. i am light yes I am kindness yes I am generosity. and it's just like asking you know you have to not be afraid to ask mm -hmm. i mean i hadn't talked to you since last year yeah and i called and i said hey it's Women's History Month. I know. Let's do this. And you were like, okay. Like, yeah. what if I wouldn't have asked, right? I, I believe because I believe we're all asking for something bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. For everything that a woman receives, she can help somebody else. Yes. And which brings us to our next, and we're not going to go through all the tools, but yeah. we're going to get just a couple more because I just want to show people how profound this is. Our next one is listening and requirements. I mean, I, I, I hear the word require and I try to, it's still like it's awkward tough. for me to, awkward. to use the word require yeah. because it's so like definitive. Um, but you know, 
I think in this self-discovery of like, okay, as an archetype of a woman, I am designed to receive, to create. It just softens like the overwhelm that we're faced with in everyday life. Right. And as a, whether you're a mother or whether you, you have this lofty career goal or whatever. And then you go to I am and you give us the tools to excavate to who our soul is and, and realize that, oh, our soul is unflawed. Our, we came in with these resonances to, you know, not all, they're not all the same. Like I am a seeker, you know? Um, someone is, I have, I think most of ours are the same. I would replace loyalty, not that I'm not loyal, but with maybe seeker or. Right. And I'm a seeker in different ways too. It's yeah, just... exactly. So all of this say the, the steps that came through you, it's like you received. So as the archetype, I understand this overarching, um, design that I came here to live as a woman. Then you reconnect to the specific soul in your IMs, and it, you show us how to navigate in the world to meet people at their soul level. Um, and you talk about the universe, like universe, we are all just facets, holographic, you know, um, fractals of one verse, verse, yeah. uni-verse. Um, and then the next is listen. And so we never listen to what people are really saying and listen to what we are saying, what our needs are, what our body is telling us, what our resonance is telling us, what our heart is telling us. So talk to us about listening and requirements. Well, listening is twofold. We have to listen to others and then we have to listen to ourselves, right? So listening to others. Women typically don't listen to other people because number one, we haven't been heard. And number two, we are thinking while someone else is talking because we want to get what we want. So we're trying to think about how to overcome an obstacle while someone else is talking versus actually taking in what they're saying. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard this. I've heard people tell me this. You're not listening to me. Oh, yes, I am. I hear, you know, no, you're, you're not. Mm -hmm. And most women, if they're telling the truth, someone will say to them, you're not listening. And that's a big thing. It's you have to, we have to learn to listen. No one taught us to listen. Mm. So I go through these exercises where I teach you actually how to listen to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. Because we miss things. We miss very important things in life because we miss something somebody said. And then we say, well, you didn't say that. And they said, yes, I did. And then we think they were lying. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait a minute, did they really say that or were you not listening? So I always have to check myself on that. Mm -hmm. um, the other part of, of listening, it's really important, is listening to myself. You know. Women don't like to be told what to do, even if it's by yourself. I don't like what I hear mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And I just go the other way. Like, mm -hmm, she didn't really say that. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I Kelly, you should not Yeah. Do, I'm oh, yeah, go yeah. Open this corner line. You know, yeah, it's like squirrel. shiny object. Yeah. So, and, and so the only reason women have a problem listening to ourselves is that we don't know what we require. Mm. What is my requirement? You know, and I had to go through a lot of that when um, I was having my relationship with my husband, right? Because I didn't know how to have healthy relationships, love relationships, right? And so I really had to get to the point of what was always the problem? There's only a few things, really, that always get in our way. And we have to identify them. So I talked about my um, requirements, right? So it's my requirements for a love relationship. Um, I am a very sensitive woman. I am sensitivity. Mm -hmm. And um, I grew up in a family um, where there was a lot of um, anger, a lot of rage. And so um, 
I was always navigating that and very sensitive to that. And so um, I really got that I would get into relationships with people where um, there would be drama and fighting because that I would be used to that. Mm-hmm. Not that my parents fought. It's just that I fought back to my father who was very patriarchal. And I mean, he was the love of my life, but he was a very aggressive man and I was sensitive. So it wasn't good for me. So um, what happened was I would get in these relationships with very powerful men. Psychology 101, Mm -hmm. right? And so then I had to learn, okay, in order for me to be in a health relationship, I require they don't yell at me. You can walk out on me. Don't ever yell at me. Number two, I had to think, okay, what else didn't bother me about relationships? You must have a job. <laughs> me work, Sue work. I know a lot of women that don't care. <laughs> right? <Sue>. Right? <laughs> right? I don't, I mean, I know a lot of women that don't care if their spouses work. That's them. Yeah. I don't have any judgment about whether their spouses work or not. I have a judgment about mine because mm-hmm. I have this thing about if I'm going to put out the energy, they have to put out the energy. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, okay, because I had paid for enough art in my day. I wasn't going to do that again. Okay, then mm-hmm. um, you have to be in a relationship with my family. Like, my family is everything to me. So you had to have had a relationship with them, mm. not just show up on holidays and leave. Like, this was... Because I was going to have a relationship with his family. So I expected that as well. So um, you couldn't yell at me. You had to work. And you had to have a relationship with my family. I mean, seriously, that pretty much was it. Do you always distill it down to three or you can do like three to five? You'll find that you don't really have more than that requirement. Now there's a duh list. Like you can't hit me. That's a duh. Duh. I mean, why would you even, if you have to put that on your list, we have a problem. Order the book now, please. Yeah. You know, (laughs) or if you have to, um, you cannot use my social security number without my permission. Like there are things that we, that we don't, there are those like things that you shouldn't even have to put, but you have to look at yourself and what causes you. What do you know is a Mm non-negotiable that if it happens, everything's going to go to shit? I mean, you really have to look Mm -hmm. at it that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, if my husband ever came to me and said, you know, I mean, listen, there's a thing called retirement or whatever. I understand that. But if he ever came to me and said, you know, I woke up one morning and thought, never going to work again. I am, you know, never going to wear shoes and never going to work again. I'm like, oh. Okay, then I would really have to take a look at this because I would be in a very difficult position mm-hmm. because I know that what was about to happen was an enormous amount of disrespect that I would have for his choice, mm-hmm. which I didn't say is right, but it's my requirement. Mm. And so it's very difficult. And you have to require that these are the things that have been my triggers. And if you don't listen to yourself and understand what your triggers are, you know, mm-hmm. um, then you're, you're really in trouble. Yeah, and you're gonna keep repeating patterns that get louder and louder and more painful and painful until Correct. you Correct. get the message, the memo. Correct. And um, this is amazing. I mean, honestly, thank you, universe, because I, I feel like with every kind of expansion in my life, um, which is happening now as well, like 
you just need the reminder. You need to go back to the tools. And now here you are. And I'm going to back, dive back to my tools because I'm Yay. like, I need these now, but I'm also ready. I'm like, my vessel has expanded. I've been doing a lot of work and I'm ready. And now I want to be ready with clarity of how to receive, receive. whatever's next. Yes. Right. And that's a great question, right? Mm. I'm open to receiving what's next, even if I don't know what it is. Yeah. But the fact that you say you're open, that cracks open energy somewhere in the universe and the idea will come. You might be in the shower, you might be driving, mm. but the it'll drop in just like the documentary did. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, just we can touch on this a little bit because we have a tiny bit of time left. Because um, I do want people to see, like what a big role you played. We we were working together privately. I remember you helped me come up with um, the name of my production company. Yes. I was pivoting from like I felt so powerless in the acting and like things were changing in the industry, and we were working on you know me like receiving and coming out acting. But at the same time, it's like no, there was this all of that to say that I was actually more in line aligned with the creative side of it and like actively like the directing and the storytelling mm -hmm. side of it um and 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 just remind me oh yeah we got to talk about the snippets oh yeah so um in the visualizing tool not only is it about creating your visualizations which i give a lot of credit to shaki gawain and creative visualization she was the mother of all of this mm -hmm. right um and but what i did is i take you creating a visualization, a small one, which is why it's called a snippet, and you launch it and tell it to the people in your life so that they can say, I see this for you. Mm -hmm. And when two or more are gathered or two or more visualize, the energy is magnificent. And I can tell you that you launched the snippet of you created this moment where you were in, I never will forget it, it was 10 years ago, but I can remember it like it was yesterday, you were sitting in a beautiful lawn um, and the wind was blowing and you had known that you had done a documentary that was gonna change people's lives. You hadn't even started the documentary yet and that you were going to have a baby, mm -hmm. a beautiful baby that was part of your soul and you loved this baby before she was born. Mm -hmm. And that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I can remember that and you shared it with such clarity, it was so real, it's still real today, which is why you manifested both of those things. <laughs> and I have women that have done this, that have manifested um, jobs that they never thought they could get. They have manifested relationships. when They had manifested and, and made a snippet of their wedding day and they weren't even seeing anyone. Mm -hmm. it, was, it has been one of the most incredible, magical times of my life to sit with a woman and listen to her dreams because our dreams are sacred, mm -hmm. and I, and and really, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a little you know caveat here. Do not share these with anybody who'd be like, well, why do you want to do that? You mm -hmm. know, I mean, you want to share it with people <laughs> that go, oh my God, I want that for you because you want it. Mm -hmm. And when a, you have a whole group of women sitting around sharing their dreams, we used to have snippet parties mm -hmm. where women would come together in a circle and say, okay, I'd love you ladies to see this for me. And they, she would launch, and then she would launch, and then she would launch. And you have a whole group of women launching dreams versus sitting around talking how bad everything is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just actively creating in, in, in that moment in community, mm -hmm. which is so important. And this is what we create within the quintessentials as well. And I and I I recommend that women start these communities, come together with this book, share this with your friends. 
um, do the chapter, review them together, and then start launching snippets. It is, it's so magical. And my dream now, my next thing I'm launching is I would love to create a coffee table book where we create snippets from women from around the world. And they, we, they send us a picture like they're in Bangladesh and they want us to see something they want to create for their lives. Mm -hmm. And then we turn the page and she's from Vietnam. And then we turn the page and she's from Idaho. Mm -hmm. And then she's from Spain. And we have a whole thing. And then maybe it'll become this movement where women support women. I don't even know yet. It's still, yeah. it's still manifesting for me. But what a beautiful book that would be yeah. where we could look at a beautiful picture of a woman and say, I wish that for her. Yeah. You know? And when we start doing this for each other, it just life begins to change and manifest in the way. And then I can see how the Dalai Lama was right. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Right? What a great conversation. Um, so where can people find you? Where can people get this book? Where can people sign up for a weekend? Well, it's um, my book is on Amazon, Andrea uh the quintessentials, yep. um, Andrea Quinn, um, and it's on Audible, so they can listen to me read it to them, out which today. is so fun. Yes, yeah. out today. And um, also my website is andreaquinncoaching.com, but it also has a second website, which is thequinnessentials.com. Either way, finds my workshops and where I'll be and what I'll be doing. And um, I have one coming up here very soon um, in Beverly Hills, but I, I do them... Um, um, all over the country and I'm starting to get all over the world again and mm -hmm. I know digitally I was doing it during COVID and it was great and I met so many women from oh my gosh this is why my book was an international bestseller I had women from Australia and the UK and I mean my gosh Argentina and Canada and they were all over and um, I would love to travel and see them all as well so yeah Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing your oh wisdom gosh. and thank your you light today. Me. And you're, you. I'm just, I'm so excited to dive back in. So thank you. And um, thank you for having good me. Good luck with everything. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Heal Podcast. Be sure to tune in for more empowering wisdom and inspiring healing stories. Oh, and make sure you hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answer you've been searching for. And if you feel inspired, we would love you to rate and review us so that we have the opportunity to reach more people. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram for some behind the scenes fun and more inspiration at at Heal Documentary and at Kelly Gore. Thank you so much and be well. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.